Welcome to the Tin Lounge. You've stumbled on one of our short episodes called The Mini Bar, where we discuss a current relevant topic pertaining to the travel industry. I'm Teresa, owner of Get Out Custom Travels and creator of Fan with Intention. And I'm Corinne, creator of Travel Biz Boss and co-owner of Journey's Travel Company. We won't let you leave without some excess baggage, so stay with us until the end. We have a really, really fun event coming up, and I cannot wait. And this event is with Millennials in Travel. I don't know how you feel about it, but I, I'm like, I'm stoked. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, we've been working with them, planning this. They're so sweet, so professional, so, so together. Organized. Yes. So organized. Um, they're doing it. What is it? A like, um, like a digital or virtual conference. After yes. all this time, I still can't think of the word virtual. And I'm like, it's something <laughs> not digital, not electronic. They're doing a virtual um, meetup with their branches all over the US. And they're interviewing us during this particular session. And it's called Life Inside the Pod, which I love. <laughs> Yes, I love it too. So we are have been working with the Chicago chapter in Millennials and Travel, but this is actually extended to everyone and we are going to put the registration link in the show notes and it is on March 10th at 7 p.m. Eastern and it's just going to be a discussion. It's interview style. We're just going to have a chat just kind of like we do here on the podcast and um, we're so excited about it. Yeah. And we don't even care that we're saying we're so excited because we really are. <laughs> it's true. Um, before we jump into our discussion this week, we wanted to give a shout out to our podcast network, Trav Market Media. Head on over to travmarketmedia.com where you can find other amazing podcasts to grow and build your business. Let's talk. We've been saying so much. We have had so many headlines and talking over and over and over again about how Gen, uh, not, I almost said Gen X, uh, how millennials <laughs> are leading the charge for travel growth right now. That is who is is ready to get out and explore. But we found an article today that said vaccinated seniors are calling their travel advisors. Here where the, here's where they want to travel. It's an article on Travel Age West. So I guess um, seniors are not to be outdone by millennials in terms of travel demand. I mean, if all the generations can have a competition with yes, who can travel the most, the furthest, um, I would be all about that. Guys, it's a healthy competition. Go and compete. <laughs> <laughs> who is going to go on the most trips as soon as possible? That would be great. It was really nice to see this headline because there's been a lot of focus on millennials and Gen Z. I know that my I have a lot of seniors in my client base and they are ready. So there a lot of them are booking like in 2022, a lot of them are cruisers. Um but they are itching and actually one of my like hardcore cruisers I've been working with him for almost 15 years. He actually booked Punta Cana and then like 2 days later the testing requirement to get back into the US happened and he was too afraid to move forward. Now he's looking at it again. He's just like, I'm desperate. We have to do something, which is right on par with how I feel. <laughs> yeah. Over the weekend, I actually got a new booking for a cruise in 22 for um, 
older folks. I think they might be slightly older than boomer age or right along the line of boomer age. But, you know, I was talking to the wife and she said, I feel like COVID took a year of my life away and I'm so mad about it. I'm so mad. Mm. And, you know, they got a higher stateroom than what they typically would book because they're making up for making up for the, uh, the lost year or two years now, if you haven't traveled in 2020 at all. And then now 2021, that's two years worth of vacations that you haven't taken. And I know I booked a group of for last time. Yeah. I booked a group of folks on river cruises and one of them is a friend of mine. And she said, it's her, her, you know, brother, um, sister-in-law and her parents and some other folks. And she said, this is the most expensive vacation I have booked for myself, but I am the most excited for this. And they're not traveling until spring of 22. And I said, listen, I know how much you love to travel and you didn't get to travel in 2020. You didn't get to travel in 2021 because she's auto, uh, she's immune, immunocompromised. Um, so just see this trip Mm -hmm. as making up for all of that. And she's like, that is so true. And she's like, I don't mind paying the money at all, but just like, you know, mentally, if you have someone who's not used to spending so much money on a week, you might still have a bit of resistance, but they know that they haven't been able to travel for so long. So they're okay with it. They're okay with spending that money. Well, it's interesting because I'm seeing two sides. So Uh, one of the couples I've been working with for a long time, they did go to Cancun in January. They're going to Puerto Vallarta in September and they're my age, which is Gen X. Um, they contacted me about Fiji in 2023. Celebrity has some like Tonga and Fiji cruises already released for 23. And they said, um, we know this is, this is bucket list. But we've realized we have to start checking things off the bucket list. It's far enough away that we feel comfortable that we can start, you know, making payments on it and saving money. And we just want to go for it. And I was like, that amen to that. And then I have some other (laughs) clients this week who um, it's a family, but the parents around my age as well that are like giving me a list of all these places that aren't even open to Americans and asking if they can get like a screaming hot deal because we are willing to travel during an unusual time. And while I can see where someone might start to think that it was like New Zealand, (laughs) Europe, but then she also said Mexico or DR. And I had to explain Mexico and DR are the only ones in your list that are actually open, which is creating a very high demand, which is reflected in the prices. So yes, we can find you something. Absolutely. I will find you the best bang for your buck. No problem. But I need to manage your expectations in terms of like getting a deal right now, because Mm -hmm. that just is not going to be the case. Uh, But honestly, I'm not getting too much of that. Most people are in a zone where it's like, they don't care how much it costs. They just need to take a trip, which is great. Yeah. And unlike before, um, with planning travel now, we've mentioned this in our previous episodes, availability, that's a serious issue coming into 2022 because everyone who's had their cruises canceled, rescheduled, canceled again, they are booking for 2022 on the first cruise they can get on. 
Um, mm-hmm. And then there are new people who are planning vacations. Plus, you know, everyone who feels like they've been stuck at home forever and they need to just get out. So with all that combined, you are running into an issue of availability. And I had some folks who are looking into travel for 2022 and they said, okay, well, I'll reach out to you later this year to look into it. I'm like, listen, it might seem like that's a good idea to just wait until later, but based on what I'm seeing, you might not have the vacation you want if you wait that long to start planning and booking because here's here's what's going on. And they're like, oh, you're right. Thanks for letting me know. Let's go ahead and start planning and booking. Yeah, I'm really struggling with a holiday trip right now. They they want something a little bit more exotic in the Caribbean. And let me tell you, I one of my preferred places in Barbados is the Fairmont, which is not budget by any means, but for five nights for two basic rooms is 30 grand. Oh my $30, God. $30,000. <laughs> um, that includes um, flights, but the flights are just a drop in the bucket there. Right. And so I'm like really struggling because they want something more exotic, but if their budget won't accommodate it, then they may just need to settle for something a little more, you know, and even for things that aren't exotic, like Key West, for example, I recently rebooked some clients who were supposed to go to Hawaii uh, and they were going to go on the Pride of America and they did a pre and post cruise there in Hawaii. They rescheduled and they, they live up in Ohio. So they're like, I'm ready to get out <laughs> and yeah. go someplace oh, yeah. warm, someplace nice. So they wanted to go to Key West. A hotel, a basic hotel room with no ocean view. It's on the hotel's on the beach, but there's no like view room. It was like seven hundred a night. Um, a couple of the nights because it overlaps a weekend. It was hitting like eight hundred dollars a night for Key West for a standard room, and the hotel's nice, um, but it's not the nicest. But it was all that was available based on what they would like to stay in. And she was literally like, "Okay, book it." No second thought, no hesitation. She's like, go ahead and book yeah. it. Yep. It's, uh, it will be very interesting <laughs> to see these prices bounce around. Um, I do want to share a funny quote from this article. They were quoting Carrie Mullen. She is from Stellar Travel in Bellevue, Washington. And she said, we have an inside joke in the office that after the second vaccine appointment is done, the next call people are making is to their travel advisor. <laughs> Which most of my seniors, the word vaccine comes up almost every time. We'll yes. be vaccinated by then. Yep. The vaccine yes. will be widely available by that. You know, they it's absolutely a factor. Um, and there was another bit from this article that was saying that senior citizens are a lot like college seniors. They appear to be flocking to the beaches, which from the story I just said, my one client that's a cruiser, I was very surprised that he was like, let me check out an all-inclusive in Dominican Republic. It's very well-traveled. I think beach vacations represent, you know, like there's a difference between a trip and a vacation, right? And a vacation is about just relaxing and just taking in some sunshine and having some good food and good drinks. And I think while someone like me is more interested in taking a trip right now, I want to go and do and see some things. I can absolutely see where a lot of people just want a break from reality and 
a nice relaxing beach vacation is just a ticket. One of the things in this article that I, you know, really like seeing, and it touches on what we were discussing earlier, um, seniors who may have considered three-star properties are now asking about four and five-star options in places like Mm -hmm. Greece, the south of France, Spain, Portugal, Rome, and even Israel. And they list other places that seniors are looking at going to or traveling to. And that includes, aside from the beaches, going on safari, going to stay at boutique lodges and being out Mm -hmm. in the wide open. But that is something that a lot of people are thinking, like that's their mindset. They want to basically treat themselves after everything they've been through for the past year. And by the time they travel, maybe two years. So they want to upgrade. They want to have that extra luxe experience versus what they would have taken prior to COVID. Yeah. YOLO has reached a new level. Every, you know, people, we all were just like, yeah, I'll get to it someday. Or I can just do, you know, I don't need all those things. And now that you've been cooped up in the house for a year are like, oh no, I need some some fanciness, some luxury in my life. I deserve it. I earned it. I sat exactly. through the pandemic and I'm going to celebrate. And those are things that as travel advisors, you know, we need to um, sort of mirror that emotion. These are very emotional decisions they're making right now. And obviously you're not trying to get someone to go outside of their comfort zone, but we also need to be like, you do deserve it. Mm-hmm. You have earned it. Let's make this amazing. You know, that's that's our job is to make it as amazing as possible. Exactly. And a lot of people I feel like just need the permission, I guess you can say, because mm-hmm. I know for a lot of folks, they are more resistant on spending money on themselves. And so it's like, yeah. listen, I know you well, work super hard. Yeah, you work super hard during this time. Go ahead and upgrade. Get a room with a view. Enjoy your vacation because it's been too long since you've had one and you deserve it basically. <laughs> well, it's funny. It, it always, it always kills me a little bit inside when people don't care about the view. I don't know about you, but that moment when you open the door to your room and whatever the, whether it's an ocean view, a city view. And I always think about this hotel we stayed in in Prague, like when you just open the door and you're like, <gasps> That to me is just the way to start off a vacation. It is very important to me. It is Mm -hmm. worth a little extra cash to just have that moment and then always have that view in front of my face. Um, And I think now, just based on everything we just discussed, it will be even more impactful. Like it will be more appreciated because of the built up um, denial (laughs) of, of any sort of vacation. Um, so I'm definitely going to be encouraging people like, let's, let's make this as good as it can be, whatever you're comfortable with. Let's get the best we can out of it in terms of go big or stay home. And I know you guys don't want to stay home. (laughs) 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 Um, there's another article in travel pulse. And, um, when I first looked at it, it was titled 2021 travel restrictions, safest destinations to visit in the Caribbean. I know we discussed this um, prior to recording, but one of the things that stood out was how they titled it safest destinations. How do you feel about that? 
Uh, it immediately makes me anxious. Uh, I do find I, I often these days have a client there. What they want me to say to them is you should go. Everything's going to be fine. You're not going to test positive. Like they want me to say it. They want that affirmation. And of course I cannot do that. And for me personally, I would never use the word safe right now. Now, I like this article as a travel advisor for us to see how things are going. It really breaks down what level. I mean, obviously, everyone's on a do not travel advisory for the most part. But I do like that it breaks down what's happening in these places, you know, what their restrictions are, how it's going in the COVID uh, arena. But as an advisor to a client, I would not be using the word safe. What about you? I hesitate to use that word as well. And even before COVID, you had people ask, I'm sure, um, is it safe to go there? Is, um, you know, this location safe? Uh, is the hotel in an area that's safe? And you don't want to say, I can't say yes or no. And the, But the way I put it is, here are the stats for this area. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's generally going to be safer but there are no guarantees as to what can or can't happen. I just recommend that you don't do anything stupid. You know, you take yeah. the same precautions you do at home as you do on vacation. Um, yeah. But there's no guarantee of safety. But here are the numbers. And usually that's okay for them. Just show them the numbers, yeah. but don't guarantee any kind of safety. Because at your at home in your own city there are places there's streets you wouldn't walk down there's, there's times of night you wouldn't go like unfortunately people tend to feel invincible when they go on vacation they're mm -hmm. actually less vigilant right and then especially if you get a few cocktails in the mix so uh, i agree with you it's sort of like here are the stats safety is a kind of a subjective subject that's a weird pairing of words but um <laughs> you know I can't tell you what is safe and what isn't safe. I can advise you that people go here day in and day out and they haven't had any issues and that you need to just take normal precautions, be aware of your surroundings, but that is true of anywhere. And of course, yeah. yep. with Mexico, that's just been a struggle. Always. I was just going to bring that up is Mexico. Yeah. And when I told people I was moving here, oh my goodness, just the uproar about safety, safety, safety. But it's funny because, you know, I follow a ton of YouTube people that travel around Mexico, just kind of planning my future adventures, moving around the country. And they just keep, they say all the time, never once have I felt unsafe. Never, you know, I have not one time felt unsafe. Is there petty theft? Is there not petty theft anywhere? And especially mm -hmm. in a big city, I remember being in Rome and feeling someone trying to get into my backpack. Or Paris it's, for that matter. Mm -hmm. Any big city, but in terms of actual violent crimes. And, and so there actually is a thing I don't talk about much because I don't want to scare my loved ones where sometimes when people drive across the border into Mexico, border towns are not where you really want to be. And the cartel will actually pull people over and rob them. And I just read a post of this family that crossed the border. Cartel pulled them over. They robbed them. They didn't touch a hair on their heads. And they gave them a ticket to say, if you get stopped again, give them this ticket. They'll know you already paid. 
<laughs> and that family turned around and went back to the United States. They had three kids in the car. But I certainly am not advising any clients to drive across the border into Mexico by any means. That is a mm-hmm. very specific regional thing that can happen. Doesn't happen very often. And I have yet to hear of anyone being touched. It's literally just, we are struggling. We need money. And that's going to happen mm-hmm. anywhere you go. So um, I don't, like I said, like to talk about it too much because it gets people really worked up. But it's just not a situation a tourist is going to run into. Right. I mean, you really, you're just not going to see that. But um, do you want to talk about a couple of the places that they're saying are on the safer list? And sure. like I said, I'm glad they, <laughs> like, since this caters mostly to TAs, I'm into it. I just would not be telling my, I would, I'm not going to go write a blog about the safest destinations to, Mm -hmm. to send to my clients. Um, well, I went through the list and one of them that stood out is Aruba because Mm -hmm. I am doing their, um, their travel advisor program. I don't, I can't recall what it's called, but I'm scheduled to be in Aruba in April so I'm excited to go and see the island. I admit I have not done a ton of Caribbean stuff because prior to COVID, I booked mostly Europe, Asia, FITs, not a ton of all-inclusive. So I never really dedicated a lot of my travel time and money into seeing Caribbean destinations. But I've always heard about how beautiful Aruba is. And so when this opportunity came up, I'm like, yes, I'm going to go. I'm just going to broaden my horizons, check it out. And so I'm happy to see it's on this list. I love Aruba. I did I did not expect much from it. I had no interest in going. It happened to be a cruise stop. I loved it. I, it's like on one side of the street, this gorgeous aquamarine water and white sands, and then the other side of the street, cactus. And I just remember taking a drive across the island and there was this area that was like all dark like dark brown mountains dry like a desert dotted with pink flamingos it was just the neatest juxtaposition yes so i and also aruba's a great foodie destination so it's one of those places where a lot of people ask for an all-inclusive and there's not a whole lot to choose from there and i usually try to steer them and say, you know, all-inclusive isn't really the greatest idea there because it's a foodie destination and there's so many restaurants to try out. But obviously, if the, what the client wants, the client gets. Yes. I um, mean, part of me, so this is something that I would typically not do, but it's a mixture of things. One is I saw this activity on Restaurants on the Edge on Netflix, which was like show. a binge last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and for this particular episode, they were actually in St. Lucia, but I know this issue is on a lot of Caribbean islands and that's the issue of lionfish being an invasive species and destroying the local ecosystem. So there are excursions where you can go and spear fish lionfish and they're Mm -hmm. apparently delicious. So you can go and hunt for lionfish and then eat your catch afterwards. And I saw it on restaurants on the edge and I'm like, that is so cool. And I want to do that. So I'm looking up in Aruba, whether or not that's something they offer, uh, because I'm going to do it. (laughs) If it is. Just to make sure, you know, there's two seasons of that, right? Yes. Yes. I checked it. Wait, no, what? Because we only, yeah. (laughs) 
yeah. We found the second season like last month and binged it. No, it was the second season. Okay, adding that to the list right now. I will see you guys later. <laughs> you can do X's baggage it's, alone, right? <laughs> it's, it's a very good, like, it, it's a good quencher of the wanderlust. And then, of course, if you're really into food, which the other one that one of our fellow TPI agents turned me on to, Sean, is um, uh, Searching for Italy with Stanley with Tucci, Stanley who Tucci. I call the oh, Tucci, my and I goodness. love the Tucci. Um, yes. And that's dreamy. That's, that's on CNN. It's just amazing. And he's there during COVID. So this was not filmed before then. And they just, you know, there's a lot of mask wearing, whatever, but whoop, mm-hmm. really gets, gets the juices oh, flowing. Well, back to this list. Um, <laughs> Dominica is on this list, which what I'm finding is a lot of clients are kind of struggling because they don't feel comfortable going further than the Caribbean, but yet they want to feel like they're going someplace a little bit special and different. So Dominica would be a great different, depending on how horrific the flight schedules are. Um, So it's actually only listed at a level three on the State Department's travel advisory scale. So, and it's known as a destination where the locals are super friendly, which mm-hmm. I always love because I don't think you can say that about everywhere in the Caribbean. You and then say that about the U S no, I mean, for us who come here, I may or may not be friendly, just FYI, depending on the day. <laughs> <laughs> and then St. Lucia, cause you mentioned it, um, that is on this list, which that's a big bucket list item for a lot of people. If you can get them and there's really unique accommodations like, Jade Mountain mm-hmm. or Ladera. Um, I think is it Sugar Beach or Sugar? I think it's Sugar Beach. Viceroy Sugar Beach, I think. Oh, mm-hmm. On a cliffside. And actually, the family that I'm struggling with that I was talking about, $30,000 uh, Barbados trip. Also, Barbados is on this list. Um, they really want oceanfront, but I still just wanted to say just take a peek at this. I don't want to offer you something you don't want, but at the same time, maybe you don't know this exists and you would love it. Mm-hmm. So I sent over Ladera. Jade Mountain wasn't available, of course. So um, I would, we're going to link this in the show notes, obviously. And I would say go take a look at it just to get yourself mm-hmm. in a place of what's feeling comfortable right now. One of the shocking ones was St. Kitts, Kitts and Nevis. Mm-hmm. Um, it has the Caribbean's lowest travel advisory at level two and the CDC has lowered this Island to a level one in regards to the pandemic. It's a great, well, I have not been to Nevis, but I love St. Kitts. Real I've been chill, to- relaxing. <laughs> yeah. Really, really nice. Um, I'm getting a lot of calls for like St. Thomas and Puerto Rico because people are feeling safer traveling to U.S. territories. But I think we talked about this last week. It's just kind of like you don't know when the restrictions are going to change. If you're planning ahead, you know, there's not a ton of options in those places. So it's really difficult to get people what they want if they're limiting themselves to just those two destinations. Um, Jamaica's on here, which... I've got quite a few people booking Jamaica, uh, which they just suddenly this week. Oh, and I didn't put this in excess baggage, so I'm glad we're talking about it now. Uh, <laughs> very suddenly changed their requirement 
from a test within 10 days to a test within 72 hours. So I was literally giving a client instructions because she's not sure she'll be able to get her test back in time. And she has vacation protection, but she has to cancel at least 24 hours out. So I'm like, if it's past this time on the day before, you need to call this number and skip right over me, you know, like trying to make it as clear as possible Mm -hmm. because it's going to be down to the wire whether they can go or not. I'm sure I'm not the only one in that boat. Well, any more of these intrigue you? Um, I think I've touched on the ones that I am most interested in. So it's linked. So if you want to go take a look at all of the places they mention, you can head over to the show notes. All right. It's time for excess baggage, which is a speed round of headlines that are pretty self-explanatory. So you can learn a lot in just a couple of minutes. According to Travel Age West, Classic Vacations was acquired by the Najafi Companies, which purchased the wholesaler from Expedia Group. The purchase will be effective April 2nd, 2021, and allow Classic to further strengthen our partnership with our travel advisors and to better support our travel advisor, hotel, and destination partners, according to David Hu, president of Classic Vacations. They also report that despite uncertainty for the brand in Alaska this year, Victory Cruise Lines is already gearing up for 22 and 23 in the region with news that it will launch a second expedition ship in two years. Set to join the new Ocean Victory is a sister ship, Ocean Discoverer, in 2023. Travel Weekly says that Kensington Tours is partnering with a division of Ancestry.com to offer a new line of personalized private tours based on travelers' family trees, the company announced today. They also report that Royal Caribbean International will launch the Odyssey of the Seas, its newest ship from Israel in May on what the line is calling the first fully vaccinated sailings, on which both crew and guests over the age of 16 will have to be vaccinated against COVID-19. An article in Travel Market Report says that Lowe's Hotel and Company and Omni Hotels and Resorts, two of the only remaining branded independent hospitality companies in North America, have joined forces to offer guests more destinations. The newly formed partnership increases distribution in markets where there is no crossover between the two, such as Charlotte, Philadelphia, oh, Charlotte and Philadelphia. In those cities, guests will be able to choose from all 27 Lowe's hotels locations and 31 partner Omni hotels and resorts. Another one from them says that Sandals Royal Barbados this summer will debut its expansion of the South Seas Village area with new suites, two new wellness-inspired eateries, and two new pools. This July, the South Seas Village will be home to 66 new suites across a variety of categories, including the brand's signature Rondeval Suites, which feature a rounded design, Sky Pool and Crystal Lagoon Swim-Up Suites, and Millionaire Butler Suite Concepts. They will bring the property's total room count to 338. Travel Pulse reports that Holland America Line is now taking reservations for 22 and 23 cruises ranging from 14 to 50 days that will sail passengers to a host of exotic locales, ancient historic sites, and pristine wildlands found on various continents and in far-flung regions all over the globe. According to Travel Agent Central, Barbados could begin vaccinating visitors by the end of April, To ensure widespread protection, the government of Barbados has signaled its intent to obtain more doses of the COVID-19 vaccine for persons on the island, whether they are citizens or not, by the end of April or early May 21. Barbados Tourism Marketing Incorporated confirmed that this means that travelers to the island who have not been vaccinated would be able to receive one or more doses. 
And last, a fun headline from afar says that private rooms on Amtrak's auto train are just $109 right now. Roomettes on sale from $109 or $159 for two passengers. Seat and sleep two adults comfortably. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner are included, as well as access to a private bathroom and shower in that car. Seats turn into one bed while another bed drops down, all with pillows and linens. If you feel clueless, a dedicated sleeper car attendant will take care of everything. Meals reser meal reservations, carrying your bags, and turndown service. And that's it for Excess Baggage. Just a reminder that all the articles we referenced today can be found in the show notes. Please remember that we didn't write the news, we're just sharing it. Also, just a reminder, we will put the registration link for our event with Millennials and Travel that is on March 10th. If you've enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and or share the show. Also, head on over to our Facebook and Instagram pages, which are both under the Tin Lounge. We'll link those in the show notes, too. I think I'm going to go ahead and book an Amtrak vacation now. <laughs> that is That's so it. cheap. $159 <laughs> for two passengers. Uh-huh. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner are included. Yep. That's like an all-inclusive resort at a really, really low price. And you're traveling from so one fun. place to another. Yep. I mean, come on. Like, I think I'm going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> if you have any questions or comments or just want to say hello, please shoot us a DM or email us at hello at the tinlounge.com. We'll see you next week. Bye. Cause, cause, cause no one can do it like we do it, like we do it, like we do it. Cause no one can do it like we do it, like we do it, like we do it.